0: And you're like, what the fuck is this This smells like? But you know what's funny is I couldn't stand the smell like when I was a kid. But now as an adult, I actually uh,
1: like the aroma of it. And I think it's because I grew up with it. I used to be the type of guy that would never spend like $10 on a candle. But... I don't know. There are some candles like where it says like a suede tuxedo. You're like, what the hell does <laughs> that smell it sound like?
0: like? Fucking James Bond. It's, the, the candles should just have a picture of fucking James Bond on it.
1: But it's like a black candle, and I sniff it. I'm like, that smells exactly like a suede tuxedo. So now I'm just literally waiting for some, like, for me to get married or someone to get married, so I can just sniff the tuxedo. And be like, I knew it all along. <laughs> I know exactly what that smells like. Honestly, if you're wasting money on an incense, like there's something wrong with you. I I don't think any of those candles that say relaxing or melody. I mean, that's what's supposed to be the type of flavoring to it, like mint. Mint? Like mint is supposed to be like refreshing.
0: Yeah, I don't don't like mint gum. Mm -mm. I like bubble gum man you talk about bubble gum man uh I used to chew some shit as some wrigley's big chew back in the day and some bubble yum do you even know what bubble yum is
1: is there there's a bubble gum that has like they look like band-aids but they're like coming like oh, three different shit. flavors you remember what i'm talking about yes, they had it exactly like exactly
0: what you're talking about big
1: in the 2000s wow. okay so i got one of those like you know there's like 42 of them i think in a pack I got – and one's grape, one's watermelon, and the other one's like green apple or something. Yeah. I got it for Easter, and no one told me when you're done with a stick of gum, you spit it out. So I kept eating (laughs) – I was swallowing them. No, that's terrible,
0: like for your intent.
1: My grandmom's like, where – you you ripped through that whole thing of gum. Like where the rest of it is at? I'm like, we weren't supposed to swallow it. And she goes, no, you're supposed to spit it out. He's never had gum before. I was like, no, this tastes like fucking candy. How am I supposed to know? Well, thank God your first gum wasn't um, it's the fruit stripes because that shit,
0: man, lasts about like one minute. And like, you're just like, oh, this shit's the flavor's gone.
1: So you would have been swallowing that shit like a motherfucker. That's the gum I was doing. It was like every 30 seconds. I was like, new piece, new piece. And I had like, <laughs> okay, so they sell this really big gum at my local grocery store. And it's been like, it's that machine has been there for years. So no one buys it. The gum's probably just like, you don't want to touch it. But they're the size of fruit so like they have well not like legit fruit like they have one that's like a strawberry it's the legit size of a giant strawberry like i mean a thick like a huge one and they have like one that's apple flavored it's the size of a golf ball and they have one that's um watermelon they got grape and all this stuff but they're so hard i could take it i could grab it and throw it on the concrete and it wouldn't break (laughs) so i would get these at the grocery store like this is recently this isn't like a small immature robbie this is grown up immature robbie so i'm I'm at the grocery store my buddy's like dude you're gonna break your teeth if you do that i'm like no i'm not and i'll sit there and go and you could hear the teeth like, like crack and he's like Hold his mouth. I'm like, I'm good. And
0: uh, speaking of breaking your teeth with like childhood candy, dude. I mean, I grew up with like nowelaters. Do you know what those motherfucker things are?
1: Yeah, now yeah, those are things the- are like
0: fucking rock hard.
1: Like taff- taff- I guess old it's like people. Snaffy, uh, it's, a- it's supposed to be for like a kid, so you don't eat it all real fast. You sit there and enjoy it.
0: Yeah, but that's like the everlasting gobstopper, right? So you just suck it and suck it and suck it, and it changes. But the thing is, it's so unsanitary, right? Because like it starts out red. And like you put it in your mouth and then you fucking take it out of your mouth. And you're like, oh, it's orange now. You put it back in your mouth, take it out of your mouth. Oh, it's like purple now. Right. And it changes color. It's filled
1: it's with like-, like Ebola and you're just kind of <laughs> letting
0: it <dope> go. <laughs> well, no, but, uh, look, you want to talk about, you want to talk about like sanitary and germs and shit, man. That's like the problem with like today. And I'm even like a germ. Dude, I got fucking Germ X and fucking shit all over my house. Growing up, we didn't have that shit. You just went outside, you got dirty and you kept going. The germs are actually good for you. So Yeah, it kills
1: 99.9% of the bacteria and I was like, that 0.1% must be a tough motherfucker. <laughs> Sp- and and then back in the
0: day, we would get 99.9% of the germs like on us.
1: Well, I see I actually got told at my gym there cuz I was taking a Clorox wipe after I was sweating and I was like, I was going like this and getting my face with it, like trying to get the sweat off because I I wasn't going to be able to shower when I got home. So I had to, like, I had to, you know, try and figure out a way like, oh, I don't want to get like acne or something, do that. And my bodybuilding like manager, he was like, just to let you know, I hope you know, that's actually killing a lot of the beneficial bacteria on your face as well. I'm like, (laughs) what? He's like, you're basically giving your face like a blank look to it. So like, you're gonna get everything bad. Now it's just gonna be like you're getting hit with. You're probably gonna get more acne. I was like, fuck. I've been doing this for days, man. Oh fuck. Yeah, I don't know about
0: using like Clorox wipes, but like what I do, you know, like coming home from my second job, because um, dude, I can't do like a third shower because I just go straight to bed pretty much. Is I wash like in uh, the bathroom sink, but I use like the like the hand bathroom soap, and I wash my face. I put it like at the back of my neck, and right, I rinse
1: off. And well, then, I, then I take a shower in the morning. So. Back to my gum story. So, gum <laughs> what I was saying story. was so this. So one day, oh, like,
0: hold, hold 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 on a second, right? Because we got we got to let the we got let the new Jamaican intro music like come in for the podcast right bum, 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 da, 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 hey man yeah, right we're doing the man we're doing the new theme song man to out of the blank man oh, you want to know what that's right? from right what is
1: that from that's actually tra- that's actually me and my brother's band when i was in a band with them playing keys um we played on the radio and i found that i was like oh i kind of want to change it up and then i just put that in there so that's my brother's own original song called remedy that we use nice to- nice so it's like
0: remedy mon out of the blank mon no
1: it's like it goes like because it's a little remedy and then she said to me and then it keeps on going i need to slow it down not even go Ah. it was actually a pretty good catchy song i trying to play that on the piano was like fuck because you gotta i just learned and i'm that type of guy where you're like you gotta tell me what to play so, like, you got a point, and I had to write the little fucking notes on the keyboard. So, I'm like going into this radio show, and I have fucking notes lit up all over this keyboard.
0: You had, like sheet music, like a C, D, like the. I notes, grabbed like individual
1: Anna. Scotch tape and taped onto the motherfucking keys, E, what? and all that, just so I could remember it. And he's like, all right. And like, I've just learned, like, I just know where to place my hands. And so I had him on, like, yeah, place it on the ass. And then, it, yeah, no,
0: but no. That's cool because I'm a musician, man. So, like, that's like blows my mind. Like, so, yeah, you got, usually got to
1: memorize. So, like, 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 that was me fresh. Like, I learned that song probably two days before. And I was like, I've never played piano in my life. Like, and so we're practicing over and over again. And he's like, now you got to use both hands. I'm like, I fucking, I put one hand down and I have one hand and I'm sitting there looking at it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a librarian reading a book like i'm trying to analyze it and make sure i get in the right notes and trying to feel out for the music. The other one i was going to do was our land down undercover. I'll actually send you those if you want to listen.
0: Okay, yeah, absolutely, man. I'm always down to listen to new music. Um i don't know if we've talked about so much shit uh but like for me musically, man, like i'm so stuck like in 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s music. Like i really don't venture too far out of there anymore.
1: So like man, when i When I can hear some new music, yeah, man, I'm all for it. So, I think it's like for my family, everybody's into music. My dad plays drums, um, sings a little bit in like a Kiss tribute band, and then that's so cool. My mom played in a band called Agent 99, which played like heart covers and all these things, and she used to sing. And like my whole life before I was even born was all music. Like I was when my mom was pregnant on stage, I was the baby in there, and next thing you know, she's singing. You know, go and then when I was a little baby, they brought me on stage and just had me sitting there jamming out. And then my brother, you know, stuck with it, uh, found music, has a reggae reggae band now, opened up for like Ballyhoo and all these other famous um, reggae awesome. bands and stuff. And then for me, I was just like, I tried for a little bit, uh, but I'm the type of guy like it doesn't come naturally. Like it slowly kind of develops. I own a melodica and stuff, but I rarely play that thing. Yeah, you just you went in the podcasting. Well, it was like, well, yeah, I'm not even, wouldn't even call it in podcasting. I just call it like, I found a way to.
0: Well, like you said, man, you people. could have, you could have took the easy road, man. And like you said, went with your parents and, and done like some radio stuff, right?
1: Yeah. But it was like, that wasn't for me.
0: Yeah. People- now, is that being like a,
1: like a, like a DJ or. I could do DJing easily if I wanted to even now, but that would be cool. But I'd. I'm really, really super into talking with people and doing the radio thing. Like, I would actually be doing like how we're talking now, but on air and like a station. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, you could talk. I mean, if you had the platform and you had right. I mean, I don't want to say like an easy way in, but like you kind of have like one foot in the door. And if you could do, if you could do like kind of like the show you're doing, if you want to, I don't know if you want to call it a show, but like. If it was in a bigger platform, it would be a show where you could do- Robbie talk and have people call in and have real conversations with people right, except
1: they'd just be on a way bigger scale, right I guess. For me, like I, I never liked the foot in the door type thing. I never mentioned usually like my parents' name around town here, even though that could get me so many places. And people are like, "Wait, that's your parents?" I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Oh my god, I've known him for like." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I know." Okay, you're now you're gonna associate me every time you see me as my yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Like, how do you think Tom Hanks' son probably feels? Like, nobody knows that that's Tom Hanks' son. Colin Hanks. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh, shit, you're you're completely different from your dad. You're like, yeah, I'm not stuck on an island with a fucking volleyball.
0: Well, but kudos to you, man, because you're like the hardcore, hey, man, I'm going to make my own path and I'm going to do it on my own. Um, the right? Dumbest, without the any dumbest help. route possible? No, it's actually the route that
1: earns you the most respect. Instead of right? picking a horse – For a transportation up the mountain, I picked a fucking slow ass donkey with one (laughs) leg—the one that keeps walking. Like the the one everyone's like, "Are you sure you want to deal with this?" And I'm like, "I'm pretty sure that thing looks awesome." And like, it's got one leg, and you have a four thousand mile journey, sir. And I just have my headphones in, and I'm playing the song because I could walk five hundred miles, and I. Five hundred more and us to be the man. YouTube will take us down for that.
0: Mike, stop! saying yes. it. na 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 na.
1: Well, hopefully, this will just get on Spotify because YouTube will take that down in an instant. (laughs) That's what I was trying to tell you. Stop, and you kept going. You might you now. You might have to hit the edit button. No, (laughs) that's my one religious rule: is don't hit the edit button.
0: Actually, you know what? I think you have, um, because like uh, I think it's like what isn't it like twenty seconds, fifteen seconds? I think it's something like that.
1: For what? For like copyrighted singing music i have no clue what's weird was i actually played um i had a podcast with the swell fellows and they were like you ever heard of european throat mouth singing and i was like what and it's this woman in a video doing like just like screaming into the microphone with this weird face and we played it for like a minute and a half and then they actually went into our video found that video and then put it in our description i was like whoa i didn't do that at all they did it for me i was like thank you
0: yeah um it's so funny. You said that singing it just reminds me of um Tenacious D and like inward singing, right?
1: Yeah. Jack. Black. So you
0: know what inward singing is, right? So yeah. like when you're breathing <laughs> you're taking breaths in, you're still singing. So the audience like gets full singing all the time. Yeah.
1: So you don't pause to br- breathe or anything. Yeah. I've ever right. fucking day,
0: every fucking day, you know, and every fucking day, you know, no.
1: I I remember uh, someone in my family was talking about like it's so hard to learn this song because I keep needing to breathe right here but she keeps going and saying other things and then someone gave her the best advice was like you're doing a cover of the song so you sing when you, you breathe when you need to breathe you know you don't try and focus on doing it when the artist did it you know what I mean.
0: And I'll tell you what, man, like I said, playing music, and I've been in mostly original bands my entire life, but there was a, a couple of years I did a 90s uh, cover band, and where, man, I was like the lead singer. And yeah, man, so, and I play bass. So not only did I have to learn all these songs on bass, I had to sing a lot of them, and I did like vocal exercises. And um, dude, like vocal exercises. And learning to breathe correctly, um, yeah, dude, It's you have to learn that. And you have to learn like how to place your tongue and how to tighten your stomach and
1: how to sing correctly so you don't mess your throat up. I heard that. Actually, you need to learn to talk correctly too. Uh, same a thing. Lot of, a lot yeah. of people don't even realize that Like when they're talking, like my throat really hurts. It's like because you're not talking from – You're you're like forcing the voice out. You're not really doing anything. I actually heard that on a Joe Rogan podcast. I was like, "That's true." And you can actually look it up. Like, there's a certain way to do everything. And like, we've just been seeing what works and then just going with it.
0: Yeah, because you can strain your vocal cords talking and singing. Obviously, faster singing if you're not singing correctly. So, like, one of the vocal exercises, like when you're singing, you're supposed to if you put your fingers up to your throat, you're supposed to feel like a vibration. And if you're not feeling that vibration, then you're not, like, singing correctly. Yeah, yeah dude, it's so crazy because these vocal CDs that I use, I still have them. They're just called, like, they're really cheesy, and they're just called, like, vocal power. It's like, vocal power, you'll be singing better. But it does, like, all the la, mat la, 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 la. It's all, but, but the first disc is all about breathing, learning how to breathe, learning how to control your breathing, uh so do yeah before they even let you do any vocal exercises they do all these exercises with your breathing and feeling your throat when you're doing this and doing that to make sure you're hearing you're feeling the correct thing you should be feeling when you're singing so i was about to say almost anything you you go into like it's a lot deeper than what it, like i said people are like oh singing oh they it's not singing's not easy like if you really if you really at the end of the day like when I was doing the cover band and I actually put time into um, doing my vocal exercises, which I had to do every day. Remember, your throat's a muscle, right? It's just like exercising. You have to like start exercising and then your, your throat is sore because it's not used to it. And then it hurts for like a week. But then like all of a sudden you wake up, it doesn't hurt no more. You can sing better. You can, I can, you can sing higher. And then like if you don't do it for a couple days your your voice right because you're not exercising every day it you lose it you start losing the stamina and everything
1: i never forgot in fourth grade i got to sing a solo act in this choir thing and it was the scariest thing in my entire life i thought i was going to shit my pants <laughs> what, what was it what was the what was the what was it was the song It was a song called Memories and I still get shit from my family on it. Like every time my family-
0: Memories at the corner of my mind.
1: No, it was like a really like, High. Pit. It wasn't like a popular song. It was like something you learn in like school. Like kids sing along, dent, dent, like that kids bop shit. Oh, and, um, so
0: it's like my um, Catholic, my Catholic school. So not, like so I grew up Catholic and I went to Catholic school, and we used to do mass like during school hours. And the principal had an acoustic guitar. And look, I shit you not, she literally p- played the three same chords to every fucking song that we played. So it'd be like, Amen, Amen, Hallelujah, Amen. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Amen.
1: And then she, it would just repeat like ten more times. I just remember I got screwed over in the class because I was sitting back there singing. Like we're we had to sit down and sing, so like the teacher's up playing the piano. Name's Miss Circle. Shout out to her if she's still teaching or if she's dead. I don't know. Um, but she was <laughs> she <laughs> was she was going and she was like she was playing a song. And I think one of the <laughs> songs I sung every song. And then it's like, we're, we've done like 30 songs. Like we could have made a fucking vinyl record. And I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to take a break on this one. Cause my throat kind of hurts. So I like just didn't sing. I just sat there. Like I'm not really into this one. I'm just going to relax. Cause it's not my favorite fucking. She looks at me and goes, Robbie, you're not singing. See me after class. I'm like, what? <laughs> so everybody left. And I'm like, next class is gym class. You're fucking me over right now. I'm like. I was like, I mean, this is like third, fourth grade. So I was like, all right, wow. you know, you know I'm yeah. in my mind, I'm thinking I'm going to stab you with a crayon. but you know, the older me is a little bit more, uh, I'm going to stab thing. you with a crayon, dude. I would, I love recess and I love gym. That's my one time I got to freak out and be myself without teachers yelling at me to stop sharpening the pencil a million times. Oh, so you were that. So you were that guy. I have ADHD. I mean, my one teacher I podcast with was like, I knew you had ADHD. I just worked with you. And I was like, all right, cool. And um, so I w- the teacher's like, sing the song. We're going to sing it now that you let everybody leave. And I'm like, okay. So like, she's like, once you sing it and you actually sing the full thing, we can go. So she's singing with me. And she goes, you have a beautiful voice. And I was like, okay. And she was like, it, "Do, you, do you, can you do me a favor? We're going to start doing some classes after school and stuff. I want to get this, like, I want to give you a solo actor and our thing. And I'm just like, and they're like, okay, okay. Like saying yes, kind of just to get out the door. And yeah. then I did, and I told my mom about it. And she goes, your whole family's musicians. What do you expect? You know, everybody here sings and also plays and something else. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't make any sense. And so I remember I finally got on stage to do it. And like, I could still hit those notes today, but you know, for me it just was like something like i never even had to try it prove it you're gonna throw me right on the spot hell yeah you just said you can still hit those notes today so motherfucker what do you what do you want me to sing like Like, what's the fucking song what's the song sing the song it's the the song song i barely can remember it was like (laughs) it goes it goes (laughs) memories and then it's like higher up like i'd have to actually like i'd actually have to like do that but i have what they call a false voice which is when i can and like kind of impersonate a person's um kind of vocal like in the vocal range like everybody has a vocal range they can hit and some of them like some people can do like joe rogan can do bear sounds and shit i can do comedy impressions like i can do like people like impressions of people like christopher walken i can do all those types of things all right do it are you god damn? You just want me to pull a monkey out of a hat and tip for some change? Or You're something? the motherfucker that's just like I can
0: fucking sing like a fucking. Why, you want me to do Christopher and, Walken? And I can fucking do impressions, motherfucker. Show I me. Gonna, I was gonna do. I Christ- want to hear some fucking impressions. It don't I have to gonna, be Christopher Walken. I was gonna do Christopher Walken on your podcast. You should have do because my brother can do Christopher Walken, which is hilarious
1: i but think but you have to fun. get into the zone of christopher walken so basically well, then do something else you have to picture like something like don't let me down you use these words you go around don't know too much what to do <laughs> i don't know where i'm going with my talking <laughs> right now it's just kind of out there mr lando for rando i don't know what else to say like, it's just, it's something like that. Like, but once I start doing it, like, I actually have to get into it. And then once I start going, I'm like, I'll be narrating it my whole day and my mom will be like shut the fuck up <laughs> oh a, so so I've you're had like um christopher walken yeah so you're like the heath
0: ledger joker jim carrey andy kaufman no like, it's once, just it's, once you get into that zone you just play that character like all the time
1: only christopher walken though <laughs> i can do another one and the next thing you know i can stop any minute but like christopher walken you have to like actually reach for that shit and then when you do it you get stuck as christopher walken like i end up <laughs> narrating my whole life story i just wipe my ass with some dry toilet paper like it's like oh shit like i can't stop now and then someone has to like physically slap you this actually <laughs> brought up a good point so with singing and then adam's apples it always freaked me out when i was a kid and i'd see a dude with a long protruding adam's apple mm, like, chris hardwick i remember you talking about it on your podcast I was like any motherfucker could just ah right in the throat and whoosh. It's gone. Yeah, you have a big one too. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, if you get that hit, that could pop in there.
0: Oh yeah, is it's like the it's like what my dad used to tell me growing up, right, Michael? You ever get in a fight, which I really never did. Wear a just, fucking scarf. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he used to go, Michael. Just just one just one thrust up on the nose. And and you're all good, Michael. I'm just like what? <laughs>
1: like, look, if you kill a kid, you have yeah. Up. Like, I gotta
0: say, like, Dad, are you telling me if I ever get in a fight, like, kill somebody? Like, good luck. If Lord. I ever
1: have kids and I have to go into the school to actually sit down, and they have to sit, I really don't know what it could be over. Probably ADHD or something. But I know that's genetic. So I'm like. What was he, what did he do? He goes, he sharpened 32 pencils in a matter of five minutes. And it was very disruptive okay. during our test. I'm Hold
0: like, on. So let's go to this pencil sharpener because back when I was, because obviously we have like a I'm talking the mechanical one. one. Oh, I'm talking see, about, man? Yes, I would have grind, grind that.
1: We had the, ra- the winding one where you just like fucking had to wind it with your fucking arm. Dude, I, right. when, I was, when I was a kid and I was sharpening pencils with that mechanical one, I, if you put a speed bag in front of me, I was probably fast as shit. It's like <laughs> Apollo Creed on that thing, dude. I could sit there. Bah, 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 bah. But you go, well, yeah, even the old school one. I mean, someone would get up and sharpen
0: their pencil, and it's just like, <laughs> and everybody's just like, well, you really didn't get up and sharpen your pencil? So you heard the motherfucker, <laughs> right.
1: yeah, but I'd be cranking it though. I wouldn't be freaking, <laughs> I wouldn't be just throwing in the electrical one. I, I actually would leave the electrical one off to the side and use the hand crank one. Day. Oh, so you had the hand uh yeah one. yeah man, it, was, it was attached to the wall it was <laughs> they usually <laughs> were attached i had yeah. to dump it every time i used it
0: yes because that's right the thing came off and you dump yeah you dump all the pencil
1: shading i was out. always considerate of others because i'd probably sharpen my whole pencil then have to empty it so i was like screw it might as well do it every time i rolled up the thing was full i was like who the <laughs> fuck is taking a shit not flushing the <laughs> toilet
0: it's like, I mean, I work from home a lot, but it's like, i tell you the last time I went into the office and this is like the VP of the company. He comes down to my area with the coffee pot in his hand and says, hey, whoever like closed up last night forgot to turn off the fucking coffee machine and the fucking coffee pot. Was fucking burnt to a crisp. Lucky the fucking building didn't burn down. It's the same thing, right? People go to get a cup of coffee, and all the fucking coffee's gone. Like no one takes the last cup and then makes more. Everybody's inconsiderate, man. I tell you, everybody's in a rush, right? No, nobody's got the time well, to. No, one, uh, no one's thinks
1: that far ahead usually, either.
0: No, but that's the, but you want you're like said you want to dude like that's a perfect metaphor, man. It's just like you take the and that's just being like courteous, like you. Empty the coffee, the last drips of coffee in the coffee pot. It Shouldn't it be people's nature just to be like, all right, let me throw a bag. Because, dude, you're right. You throw the fucking bag in there. You t- hit the switch and it fucking makes coffee. It, it literally takes like a second. Eat no, the, fuck, the motherfucker it. empties it, put, doesn't even turn the fucking burner off. Right. And just fucking
1: walks out of the break room. Dude, if you had a therapist, your therapist, like, why the fuck are we are you telling me about coffee? But this (laughs) fucked up my whole day. (laughs) And I I honestly can relate because my buddy Chris, you got to have a talk with him about coffee because he filled this fucking coffee mug right here all the way up to the very, very top to where you could see the liquid up here. Then he puts ice cubes in it. And I put this all on a podcast. Revenge of the geeks. Look that one up, dude. I swear to God, I was bitching at him about coffee for five minutes straight
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh okay so you want to come to my uh, my pet peeve because i teased you what's your pet <laughs> this, peeve this morning right so
1: oh, oh you're gonna talk shit okay let's go
0: so I, well, hey look okay this is just my pet peeve and this really fucking annoys me and and of course because i listen to um i pretty much listen to your podcast now like every day when i'm at work Cause I listened cause you dropped so many of them. So, you know, I listened to them and you know, I'm listening and I'm listening. And then all of a sudden here it comes.
1: I fucking knew it was going to be that one too. Oh, uh, wait, 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 not once. So if any, so every all,
0: so in podcast land over here, I know you can't see me. It's the fucking vaping. Okay.
1: Look, I gotta deal with this shit at home, okay? Cause my wife fucking vapes. No, she's that's smoke yeah, anymore. but that's not just, just that's not just me either. That's um the other guys usually too. Usually it's the other person a lot more of the time. Usually when I'm getting in a conversation, you can hear it when it's going off when I'm talking. So I hear it in my headphones as well. Uh, but I'm like, I'm like, hey man, it's it's like I can't stop like I you can't like I get it just because I do it as well. But it's like, at the same time, I get, like, I hear it a little bit in my podcast too. I've been listening to some episodes. I was like, I can hear it, but it just, it doesn't offend me.
0: Okay, so with me, it is so fucking annoying that it drives me crazy, right? Because, dude, I listen to lots of podcasts. I mean, I'm listening to a fucking podcast yeah, mother! You <laughs> motherfucker! You son of a bitch! You fucking bitch! <laughs> like it! It like seriously! Like I'm sitting there and I'm getting invested in the in the conversations you're having, and I'm getting real interested in what I'm hearing, and then all of a sudden I hear, and I'm just like, "What the fuck was I that?" Help I, was I like, can help
1: you! I can help you! Oh, it me I can! Crazy. You know how I can? You're gonna help, help you. me. So every time that happens, just think Darth Vader is also in the podcast.
0: Darth Vader goes. (sighs) (sighs) He's the original vapor. He's the original vapor. Look, look, that was helping him breathe to stay alive. That vaping
1: shit. Here, listen, you want to go down and fucking? No, v- don't v- even bring this shit up. No, it's I will not. It's as bad talk about as fucking this. smoking cigarettes. Like, it, seriously. yeah, but people think like this whole stuff is going on about the news. I don't want to talk about this because it's so stupid and ridiculous. This is what I talk about in my podcast. And if you actually listen, you will know. The government is afraid of two things. What are those two things, Mike? No, just go. No, I'm, people you know. and religion. Mm-hmm. They split up people by diverging their attention. It happened with fucking PETA and the animal crackers. <laughs> it happens on so much other shit. But they do this nonstop, and people are like, oh, it's a big thing. You know what's fucking big back in the day? Fucking hairspray. You know what people still use this day a can and a half of? Fucking hairspray.
0: I'm guilty. I use uh, aerosol spray deodorant it's right It's called
1: there. fucking sticky lung. That gets in there too. It's all, sh- everything is killing us. The fact that we're not, the fact that we're alive is a fucking legit miracle. I'm not even saying that to get religious or <laughs> get holy. We're literally giant bags of blood. Like you get a cut, a little bit of blood comes out. You get I hit a little water. bit.
0: You know our body is mostly made up of water, right?
1: Okay, but when what pours out onto the street if oh, you blood. get hit by a car? Okay, blood. So that's what I kind of like we're on a floating rock going through space. You know how much weird like your your brother Steve brought it up in the podcast. Like you picked that thing to think that's like the one problem in Star Wars. I was like, You pick that, you know, your car broke down is the one problem you have in life. How about the fact we're all on a fucking rock? holding all of us floating through space right now. And no one is questioning how all this shit is happening. The big
0: bang, right?
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Evolution. Right. Um, Right. We're conceived from microorganisms started with started in water. So many
1: answers just to make our mind fucking unravel that shit, and it's the biggest question out there in the world.
0: So yeah, so if you believe in evolution, even Earth's like evolution, it's it's funny, man. Um, Growing up, I took my both of my kids to the. We have a children's museum here in Indianapolis, and they have a planetarium where you know most of the shows you see, you learn about the stars, the constellations. Um, they did, and this is crazy. This is how, I mean, even my daughter remembers this stuff and she watched this stuff when she was like four, five, six years old. And they did a, a thing about earth and planet earth and all the different phases of how earth, like water earth, fire earth, right? And it, and this thing in the planetarium explained how life started with microorganisms because the earth was just water. It was the whole planet was water. And then it showed how microorganisms expanded, expanded, ex- expanded, and then went to land and expanded. Like It was very, very, like I said, and not everybody's going to believe in that, right? Especially if you're religious because you don't believe and that's how life started.
1: A lot of people think the earth is like 5000. No,
0: because and like I said, when you're watching this and this is a children's museum and like it says the earth is like 500 billion years ago, this is what the earth was. And then 100 billion years ago, this is what the earth was, right? It, It goes through all the evolution and stages of the earth and how it's changed over the billions of years. Uh, and it makes sense, right? Because the earth was water. Then there's it, land. There's a
1: really good uh, cartoon show that'll actually help that. There's a Futurama episode where they could only go forward in time and they went too far forward to where there was nothing left. The whole planet was just a dried out rock. And then they ended up fast forwarding it even more and found that you can go Back in time to the recreation of the earth, if you just kept fast forwarding, so they fast forwarded again. You get to see the whole planet come back and everything, all water, all that you can see, all the forms. And they tried to shoot Adolf Hitler out the window,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But I mean, but that's my point. Like, the, the whole point is the earth is always evolving and it's always evolved right from the beginning, however it started. Um, and that's why, like, people say, Well, global warming and this and that, like, listen, everybody, it's the earth is
1: changes and always will change bill nye Nye talks about it there's like a glacial period we had there was all these periods that we had where the earth was just fixing itself or regulating itself or something had to happen and i'm just like the earth ages the only thing that does not age i think in this world is probably a mcdonald's cheeseburger (laughs) (laughs) That, that bitch does not mold That That and cockroaches, man. Cockroaches live through anything. They can get their head cut off and just still go. (laughs) People become like cockroaches in a way. (laughs) Fucking scouring all over the place. It's like, come on, get out of here. I'm just trying to eat my soup. It's funny, man, because people say that about people,
0: right? Like, you got a small group of people that start in one area, then they multiply. It's like cockroaches,
1: right? You see one, and then there's a million of them. Well, usually it's the rabbit thing. They breed like rabbits, but yeah, they chalk up with cockroaches and people, they go like you're just you're like a cockroach you can survive anything that's like with with like the people from like eastern europe like they went through the roughest shit and they're still alive like nothing can kill them you know what i mean like it's like that type of mentality that's what i think is pretty interesting like you can see that in different cultures and stuff the different mentalities and different lives like a majority of that population yeah every individual life is different But if you look at, like, a Latino heritage and a Latino culture and look at an American culture, the culture raises different types of mentalities, and it's so interesting to see that.
0: Oh, it's completely different. I mean, yeah, the Chinese uh, culture, like, yeah, you're right, American, Latino, Chinese, like, the culture in the background is, like, so different. So – uh, you know, and all, and you know, and it's, it's crazy, right? Cause this is all we know. And if you never leave the United States, you, you know, I know you can like look up and study other cultures and stuff, but if you don't like really go out there and experience, you know, like for yourself, you really don't have any idea. Um, it is fun though. Um, and this is, you know, this kind of goes, you know, kind of goes like star Wars, but you and McGregor, so you and McGregor, he plays a uh, Obi-Wan, but like he does a show where he rides his motorcycle through different countries and you can firsthand and he's got a camera crew that follows him but you can firsthand see right how these countries like live and the, you know the area and like how people survive and stuff and it's just really interesting because uh, dude we are we're like really really fortunate and we're really spoiled and we're a bunch and we are we're a bunch of brats and cuz dude like americans man we're We got it made like when you see footage of other countries and stuff like the poverty levels and stuff like people have no right to bitch and moan and complain.
1: Seriously, I I defend America and also say stuff about it. But like it lets me do at least what I can be doing right now. So I can't complain too much, but it definitely gives a little bit of more like when you're going to a toll booth instead of waiting in the line, you got the fucking easy pass. So you just drive right through. Like I've tried, I've defended America when it came to talking with people from Australia. I think we all get a really warped perception of everybody else's countries based on what the news kind of plays. But I also think that each country, each culture has its own ups and downs, you know. Um,
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at Canada, right? And just, just the stem on that, like healthcare, right? Because they have free healthcare. We don't have free healthcare. Right. And then there's like pros and cons to both sides of that, because somebody in Canada, they, you know, if they want to find out they have cancer, a cancer test, like they have to wait like three months just to get tested. You come to the United States, dude, you're you're going to get tested right away. And, you know, then then they'll bill you later and you'll have like 10. No, I don't
1: like the medical industry. I do not enjoy the medical industry. I know. We talked about this uh, last time we were talking. Took that Medicare and Medicaid, whatever the hell, medical insurance I have, and threw out the window. So but I don't need it.
0: I will say again, though, if you need a test and you need something done and you need to find out something. I'm going to make
1: it to 26, and that's all I need. I don't care about whatever <laughs> make happens make afterwards. 20.
0: Just 27, right? Hendricks, Cobain, Kurt Colbank, Like, it's
1: the 27. Uh, age where they die? 26 is when I was supposed to start porn and (laughs) that's it. You know that story, right? What? Oh, my doctor that tried to get me started into porn. What? Okay. It's a big thing. Um, I... All right. So, like a couple of years ago, I thought like, cause I was getting like, I was, I was using like protein powders and stuff like, it, like heavily. Like, so, cause I was like down to like 3% body fat, like bodybuilding status. I've told you about this. Yeah. 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 And, um, so I, I wasn't going to the bathroom. And I still have days like that where I will not go to the bathroom for like three or four days. Yeah. That's not normal. Cause it's red meat. Like, if I eat red meat, like I, I ate red meat like four days ago, I haven't gone to the bathroom since. And it's, it, it makes it uncomfortable. Like you feel like tired, you feel like kind of messed up, you feel off your game a little bit, because you're just like bloated all the time. And um, so I was like, I haven't gone to the bathroom in like a week and a half. I need to get it checked out. So we went and got it checked out. They're like, um, it's something and they kept going and doing all these testings and stuff. So we already know about john Hopkins, I did all those tests. Well, before all that happened before I left my local area and went to john Hopkins and did all that I had a doctor who was kind of like testing my blood and everything he's like all right he goes do you do me a favor um physical i need to kind of see where the pressure in your stomach is where all these types of things are i'm a big don't put your hands on me type of guy the reiki energy healing all that shit you can take it Shove that floating rock up your ass. I'm sorry. That's your
0: mom's stuff. So I remember that.
1: Okay. right. Yeah. yeah. That's like, you know, just, I, I'm not a big touchy guy. I don't really like hugging that much. I don't like any of that stuff. I'm more of like a fist bump and I use, I fist bump because my hands, I don't know if you sell they're severely calloused. Yeah, why is that? Working out. There's only two oh, ways. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's only two people that know what type of hands these are, and these are people that work out every day, and people that work hard labor every day. Why don't you wear the, uh, <clears throat> you know, the gloves? Cause I'm not a guy that fucking drives a Corvette with a fucking towel in front of his dick and also has a fucking driving gloves and shit. No, I'm not a what's wrong with that? You look like an asshole. Whatever. Like I
0: wear gloves at my second job, not so my hands stay nice and soft
1: and pretty. What yeah, see, I-, I get shit at this about work. Like I I actually we just had a new person come into work to work as a housekeeper. And yeah. I went to, I went to go shake her hand. She shook my hand, then immediately pulled out lotion out of her bag piece. Here you go. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> What was that? And then everyone just goes, Robbie, do you know what your hands are? And I'm like, what? They're like, it's sandpaper. I'm like, yeah, no, thanks. I'm like, Robbie, have you ever listened to your hands when you rub them together? Because yeah. I'll do it with, like just standing there. Obviously, listen, ready. Yeah. See, that's a dick. That's a dick thing to do, man. That's why I just he fist bump now. If nah. you, I fist bump everybody nah. now. I don't do any of it.
0: Nope. Yeah, Ugh. I know. That's the thing. The fist bump. See, I'm old school. I like the I like the the high five uh even back in the 90s man like with my core group of people i was the one bringing back the high five
1: dude if i high five you right now you feel like your hand just slammed right up against some sandpaper
0: bam you get like- well yeah because mine are like nice and soft because i keep them that way yeah dude do you moisturize do everybody a favor huh do you moisturize Dude. Yeah. Like I, dude, I do oil of Olay lotion. Like, on, all right, here we go. You're gonna get, you're gonna get a little, uh, inside info on Lando. Yeah. I do the, the body lotion. I put it on my face, my arms. Uh,
1: I smell so. good that's good, why there's a dick time with land <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i get it now
0: you gotta remember though i do play like bass i play guitar so my fingers are like really really important like if i jam my finger like that i'll get sense. really
1: pissed off because like, then... it's like zoolander where there was the hand model and he had his hand <laughs> <stuck> <laughs> oh, in shit! The wait hold on i gotta circle back to the doctor story though. okay Okay. okay. So he's giving me a physical. Yes. And I'm like, I'm already like, like I, my gym addiction. Cause it's like a being called like kind of fat in school. So it was like, all right, now I need to kind of like make sure my body never gets like that, which kind of developed like body dysmorphia a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I was telling him, I was like, I don't like people touching me cause I don't like my body in a way. So that's so why I work out every day to kind of, you know, always keep at it. And uh, he goes, you don't have a bad body. I'm like, <laughs> Thank you, and I'm like I'm like this is two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning. Like right as soon as the office is opened, I was there getting tested for like the blood and everything because I had to do a fast. So you're not eating for twelve hours or so. So I was fucking hungry. I was like, we're getting this done as soon as he gets there. I mean, I met him at his car and fucking was like, let's go. (laughs) I've been here two hours. McDonald's is open right now. I'll go get a McMuffin. I'll tear somebody's arm off. So he goes, you don't have a bad body. I'm like thank you. And I'm like, kind of like, like, kind of like hungry. And also at the same time, like, uh, you know, like kind of crapped out feeling kind of ill. And he's like, yeah, he goes, you know, I used to be in the porn industry. I was like, what? He goes, just to let you know, if you ever wanted to get in there, they definitely need someone like you. Like I could hook you up. <laughs> and I'm like, at, at, at this time, I'm like it's it's like three <laughs> o'clock in the morning, and he just said that to me. And I say it as I say it, and people are like, "There's no way." My buddy has all the messages, and I will be more than happy to send you the guy that was my doctor. I will, you know, I proved it to you with the John Hopkins you, stuff. You did, you did. I sent it to you. Now I have all the messages and everything. He literally was like, I, here's this site, this thing, this thing that I used to work with this production company. You can get the porn." I told him. Straight up, I'm 18 years old, 19 years old. And I said, when I turn 26, if I have nothing going for me, I will do porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's creeping around the corner, man. I'm 21. <laughs> I only got five more years. Dirk Diggler over that's there. That's my deadline. I said, if I, if five years where I got nothing and I'm still in the same place, I'm just hopping right in. I'm diving in oh, the deep. End shit. And we're, shooting, we're shooting triple force landing. So,
0: I mean, you won't discriminate, right? You, you'll do
1: the gay porn, right? Straight porn. No, because I don't I don't think I can get it up for that. (laughs) You'll have a fluffer. We all have people that are like like what they like, and you know sometimes you have to give it the quick slap to get it like pumped up or something. (laughs) No, I'd have to I'd have to stick to my basis. Like, you know, I like what I like, and I feel like that's why everyone that's why there's new porn being created every single day, because it seems like the farther we get into today's world, there's nastier, nastier people out there.
0: Oh man, there's every, right. I mean, there's like everything. I mean, I go, uh, I mean, I immediately, it's funny. I think of clerks too. I don't know if you've seen like the Kevin Smith movies, but you're right. There's the guy fucking the donkey in the movie, right? There's some freaky shit. I mean, people are in, people are like into beastial. I guess that's what I'm saying. Like people are into that shit. Uh, I mean, to each their own. Right. Don't get me wrong.
1: It all all comes from Uh, it all comes from something deep inside, like their life, like kind of the environmental influences. Like someone who doesn't have a good relationship with like their mom would have like mommy issues, obviously, but would have like they'd want like a big woman or something, only because of the concept of it's meant to be like a motherly type thing. You know, the biggest features that you know like a child nuzzles up to or whatever. And then like having like, you know, abandonment issues from someone leaving, they want someone that's like a, constantly treating them bad because they want to feel like they're kind of abused or they want to feel like they're hurt. You know what I mean? But they actually have that person still there. You know, it's it all it gets linked in. Like when I was learning about psychology, that was a big like thing. Like, hey, you know, most psychiatrists have mental health issues. They're the biggest the problem is they can't diagnose themselves that's the one thing they can't uh, they can see others but they can't uncover the one in themselves and i was yeah, like damn yeah yeah it's
0: crazy man it's like you bring up a good point like um people tend to um yeah you're right it's like uh i mean what's the word i'm looking for like gravitate to like yeah like the environment they're like really like you said like they kind of grow up in like this abusive um world and it's not their fault and then when they get older that's like what they gravitate to so when they get like the abusive like boyfriend and stuff like that's kind of like what they know and like in a sick and twisted way that's where they feel like comfortable and you're like it's like all like psychology stuff where it's familiar. It's familiar. Yeah. And that to me, man, that's that's like crazy. Like right because like you know if i was a and it's easy for me to say but like yeah i mean if i was in a relationship and like someone was kicking my ass i mean i'd be like i'm fucking out of there well you were right? still
1: infected you were still affected by your environmental influences now and you don't even realize it if you have star wars music any of that type of shit you're super super interested too in when you get older it's probably because it was a ben- it was a thing in your life you know that was oh. something that was there around you 24 uh- usually seven
0: Yeah. So, I mean, right. So I connected with Star Wars, like when I was, when I was a child, but like, but like that really, uh, and like I said, I I talk about this all the time. It's like, and this is for anything, like even like all movies and all things across the board. Like when you're a child, you see everything at its like purest form and, you know, you can't comprehend like everything like you're seeing Um, and then as you get older you actually form different opinions about the same things that you've already seen and so like I said so for me to tie in the Star Wars why you know and I brought this up before it's just like why I think I relate to Star Wars like so much and it's just such a part of me is is like you know like abandonment issues like with you know, because you you, you, know, you got Luke Skywalker and he doesn't know his parents, right? He's adopted basically with his aunt and uncle. And like, for, and like I was told you, like middle child over here. So with me, it was like once I hit 10 years old, my younger brother was born. It's kind of like I got abandoned by my parents. And they didn't look. They didn't. I had a decent upbringing and everything. And I always got taken care of. But just on like that um, mental
1: level, like I was abandoned. Like yeah. as I mean right I understand that. Like I mean both my parents worked two jobs and were DJs and stuff. They're not that they didn't care or just, they didn't have the, the ability to, but they a lot of like it's very, very a short grasp mentality when you think of there's this like being there and then there's not being there. There's physically exactly. being there and then there's mentally being there. Mentally being there, I think, is a really, really beneficial because like even if you live in another state, like I don't live with my dad, but my dad still should send me the occasional text, you know Okay, I mean?
0: yeah. So let me so sorry, I'm I, this might be a, a, a little bit long, but that's you know, that's Lando over here. Buckle um, in story. Yeah, but okay, so so with me, man, like all and sorry, I'm gonna get a little sappy here because this is real personal to me. So this is like, you know, all I've ever dude, and I'm like, I'm gonna be forty-two like next month. Right. And all I've ever wanted um, since I was like a kid is just to feel accepted by my father. Right. And I never felt like I got that accept acceptance from him. It's just like my younger brother was born. All the attention went there. And then unfortunately my dad's favorite. And like I said, you you don't want to have favorites and stuff, but my dad clearly made it Obvious that my older brother was his favorite out of me and my older brother at the time. So all the focus, my dad's focus, always went to my older brother, and then obviously my younger brother. So look, man. I mean, you're talking like teenager. You know, I I was basically they didn't teach me or tell me nothing. I had learned everything on my own when I was a teenager. Like I said, I'm surprised I like turned out the way I did, but. I think I like, I was telling you, man, I kept myself busy. I was going to school. I was working. I had a girlfriend. I started playing music. I started writing music. I start right. I was just busy all the time and I never got into drugs and I never got into heavy drinking and this and that, but all I've ever wanted, man, like like I said for my dad was for, you know, to feel, to feel accepted by him and loved like fully loved. And, you know, I can remember, you know, one time, and like, dude, this has always stuck with me. Is, is he looked at me and look, please, parents out there, you know, you're listening. Don't ever say this to your child. I don't care. I don't care if they're 16, 17, 18 years old. He looked at me and he said, "Michael, I wish you were never my son." You never say that to like one of your children, man, ever. So not only was that said to me, and granted, look, I played rock music. My parents didn't like it. So, like, I couldn't play my music in my house. Dude, my parents never came to any of my gigs. They never came to any of my basketball games. I was on the basketball team. The first time, it's crazy, dude. The first time my parents saw me play music for the first time was this year. 41 years old. They came out and saw the band I was in at 41 years old. They saw their son play live for the first time in their lives. And I had many, many, many shows when I was a teenager. And they, they never supported me, never support. They hate. They hated the fact that I played music because it was like the devil's music. And they went through a religious phase. But and that's the thing, right? So I graduated high school and it wasn't like, hey, Michael, we're going to support you with whatever, whatever you want to do. No, it was like, Michael, you don't want to follow our rules. You want to play your music and you want to blah, 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 blah. You're, you're out. So I graduated high school. They let me like save up money for three months. They helped me find my one bedroom apartment. So like I moved out like a week after I turned 19 and I never been back to my house since. And I vowed never to go back home. And the, the very first thing my dad told me when I moved out, Michael, you'll be back. You won't make it. What?
1: Like, okay. So, like, that just gave me more power to be like, that's so usually, well, that's usually what it does. See, the thing is, it bolsters you. You don't, you don't, the, the problem is, you don't know if that's what it was his intention. Okay. I had the same thing. I had a, one of my grandparents say, you're, I told her I was going to college. Like, I'm going to be the first person in my family going to college. The last person they would expect, fucking Robbie going to college. And they were like, it's not for you. You're not a college person. You're not, you're not, it's, it's a waste of time. Do not do it. And I was like, what? They're like, you're not going to make it. But yes. also they know I have a huge problem with authority and they know that's the drive force. They get me to do it. And you know what? If, if, if that's what she meant, that's what she meant. But I, I didn't take it to heart. I took that as I'm going to take six classes every semester and kill myself with classes just to be able to get my degree faster so I could prove you wrong quicker.
0: Yeah. So, so back, yeah, exactly. So to me, like I moved out. Okay. Look, dude, I was working at Meyer. I don't know if you have Myers, uh in Maryland where you are, they're like Target the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. They're like targets or Walmarts basically. So I was working at Meyer making like five bucks an hour. Um, I learned really fast that a Meyer job couldn't cut it. So that's when I started working. I got my first warehouse job and I was working warehouse jobs, seven to three. And then I was going in the Meyer like at five o'clock and work until like 11 at night. Shit, like kind of like what I'm doing now. Isn't that crazy? I was doing that at 19 and I'm fucking doing it at 41. Um, But, you know, I was out on my own. I was just like, I'm going to do anything and everything to live on my own, pay my own bills, do everything by myself to prove to like my parents, like I can do this. So, and and I did it, right? And I, I lived by myself. I worked two jobs. I never went back home you know, and I did everything on my own and, you know, and I never got that. Michael, you know, you you did a hell of it. Like I never got that through my entire life. And then unfortunately I had a falling out with my parents and I didn't speak with my parents for like six, seven years. Okay. So in that time I even lost contact with my younger brother because he was like living with my parents, but we reconnected um, a couple years ago. So like everybody in the family's talking now, which is awesome. And I actually sat down, you know, I'm much, much older, right? I'm much older. And I sat down with my dad and I said, dad, I said, you know, I said, through all the stuff, you know, we went through and this and that, I said, I just want to, I want to tell you how I feel. And I said, I know I'm like, you know, in my thirties Right? I said, but I said, I feel like you never, like you never had my back. You never supported anything I did. I was just completely ignored. And, you know, all I ever wanted was your acceptance and your approval. Like, you know, you know, just, just to even say, Michael, you did a great job, like, like, you know, moving out of here and doing everything on your own. I was like, that's all I've ever wanted. And, you know, and I said, you could never give it to me. It's always been older brother, older brother, older brother, or younger brother, younger brother. I was just like, I said, I just don't understand. And he looked at me. He said i mean he apologized to me and you know and you know i accepted his apology and you know and you know this and that but like that scar and from that it just never goes away
1: yeah so. well it's it's that's the problem with like emotional scarring is different. it's different something that does not heal you know it's it's a problem because you see that a lot more now just because with people getting so overwhelmed and willing to snap And freak out just because they can't handle their own lives well, that you can cause scarring in so many different ways. Like someone betrays your trust. You can choose to trust them again, but you know how far until that scar gets a little bit too deep. You know, there was a saying back in the day that we all totally gloss over and it's the fact that words hurt and they do. You know, sometimes uh, absolutely. something that can mess somebody up for life. You know, I experienced that being made fun of in school for being something, you know, and then I turned it into something.
0: And that's the thing, right? My, my dad told me, he said, I, I had no idea. And he was just like, you know, I, I wish I could have done things differently, but he, all I can do is apologize and wish we would have done things differently. And, and I look at him and be like, well, yeah. So I said, the only thing I can do is not do to my kids what you did to me. Right, so I guess it's a nice learning lesson for me, but hopefully it is a learning lesson for my dad too. Just you know, when I finally just poured all my emotions out on him, um, you know, because that's the other thing, right? I mean, I think you talked about it. It's just like sometimes, man, like people don't know like what you're feeling, and then sometimes you got to sit down and you have to have that
1: hard heart-to-heart talk with somebody that it may hurt their feelings Well yeah my right? dad, my dad was the first person on my on his side of the family to actually incorporate hugging as a thing. My grandfather was known as his name is Rocky so um, yeah Rocky Babo no That's but awesome. um he was actually like he's a very big and intimidating guy. Um, I don't know if I actually mentioned him ever on my podcast before, but he's my dad's dad but they grew up in Baltimore. Um, my grandfather was a bouncer. You know, six five, six six, and uh, he would basically scare the shit out of anybody because he's a big two hundred like pound guy. And I remember I brought my one friend Matt, who made my original intro and uh he's all like kind of shy kid doesn't really talk much like my dad would be like matt you want something for like breakfast and matt would just sit there and then he would be like robbie can you ask matt if you want something for breakfast i'm like hey you want something for breakfast yeah he wants eggs all right cool and then because he would talk to me like i could i could always give him the talk even his family would be like what the hell like how do you get him to talk so much i'm like i don't know just connect and um i plus i'm not a hard guy to talk to and uh you know what it is. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> we would um the dick time, dick time, Lando. <laughs> dick time. But, uh, We would we would be sitting out at a member of a seafood restaurant when they came down here and I brought my buddy with us. So we're sitting there, my grandfather's six six at the end of the table, like head of the table, you know, the one seat at the end. Oh yeah. Big giant hand the size of like a football. And he has boxing rings on his hands, like a bunch of them, like Super Bowl rings, like Tom yeah. Brady or something. He had a bunch of those on his hands. And he's just sitting there like this, like kind of intimidating with this in the thinker position. And uh, my, my buddy, I could see on his face, is scared shitless. He's not even answering me right now. And I'm just <laughs> sitting there like, I know my grandfather. So I'm like, I'm gonna let this play out. So the, the waitress comes by and uh, he goes Crabs, um, I just like order of crabs or whatever, and then they put down like a bushel of crabs in front of us. So he grabs a crab, and he's the type of guy that doesn't use the crackers. He just grabs the crab claw, like this giant one, crushes it his hand. No, cracks it in between two of his fingers. Oh shit! And then <laughs> does it that way. And he's doing it that way. We're all using knives and shit. Yeah. And he's just freaking grabbing the crab and like open, and then grabbing the shells and cracking it like just by squeezing it. And I'm like, and then I, I, I so he just goes, looks over my buddy, and goes how you doing man what's going on like I, nice to meet you it's like you're robbie's friend where'd you and he just starts going And then you realize he has my personality and that yeah. big of a guy and my dad's like you know i never knew this guy i was like what do you mean like when i was growing up he, my dad would tell me stories about his dad throwing him through walls would do a bunch of shit like when he would come like my my, my grandma um, the one I found out was actually, you know, lesbian that I did not know about. And she listens to my podcast. Shout out to her. Thank you. I support you. But, uh, she, uh, would tell, she was 16 years old. She would tell him like, if my dad did something wrong, she'd be like, you better go and hide because he's going to kill you when he gets home. And it wasn't he, that he was a bad, that's just how he was raised. My great grandfather, the one whose car I drive, you know, he, I knew him as a nice, quiet, soft spoken man. Everyone has their different interpretations, but that came with age, you know? That came with something like, I never saw that side. And then my grandfather, I know him like, hey, Merry Christmas, and he brings like a Wii and all these these accessories and like 20 games. So I'm like, holy shit, like, this is awesome. And I just look at my dad like, where the fuck was this? (laughs) He was like, come on, dude. I'm like, what? Like, I gotta, like, this is $800 worth of shit here. And he goes, I thought you said you liked the card. I do, but you know what else I like? Because I'm seven years old, I like shit. This is <laughs> a lot of shit. And um, it was always interesting because now, like I'm older, and it's it's my whole values on everything have changed. And I think that's values with everybody when they become older. They're what what's important to them becomes different. Um, what they prioritize becomes different. I talk about this a lot. Uh, if you take two people exactly the same person but just put them in two different lifestyles and watch them grow up they could choose what option they want to have you know it's not taken away from them whether your dad leaves you you can choose to be the same thing for your own kid We you just run out or you can choose to be a better father than your father that left you and rise above that and i i when i started kind of looking at that and seeing that happen so much I when people say like oh my life shit you know was never given to me it's like okay all of our lives are kind of messed up and have their own roadblocks in them but you have the opportunity at any moment in your life to decide if you want to change that and become better
0: yeah you're in control right yeah like you are in control of every decision every thought like you you make so dude if you have all the money in the world if you have no money in the world the decision you make determines on what, what, you know, what the outcome is going to be, if it's going to be positive or if it's going to be negative. Okay. So if you do something negative, you're just some rich prick who did something negative. If you're poor, you're just some fucking poor prick who did something negative. This so is- that's what I'm saying. Like take, that's what I like. I, I agree, man. I, I hate all that snobby shit. Like at the end of the day, take all the materialistic, like out of the argument at the end of the day, if you do something if you do something negative you're just a fucking person who do some who just does something negative well like, right? so it doesn't matter what like if you're rich or poor or this and that you know you like i said like i'm a like r- true like a solid believer over here like yeah i mean you control your destiny and like you control the path you're on and you can change the, like dude like i said no matter how many bad or wrong decisions you made you're the only one that has the power to stop that behavior and start making the right decision and people still might frown upon you for these 20 decisions you did wrong but if you start over here slowly it's it, it's gonna build and then What's people the are gonna and people are gonna be like oh look at all this stuff he's done i know he did that stuff but man he's he's different like you like, like i said people are like oh people can't change fucking bullshit people can change Like, it doesn't matter if you're 20, if you're 30, if you're 40, if you're 50, it doesn't matter. You can change at any age, at any point in your life, if you make the decision to change. That's why I hate that fucking, you can't change. You've been like that for 20 years. Okay, but you can still change it. It's not easy, right? But don't tell me I can't change because I've
1: always done it like this, right? Yeah, I, fought, I can't stand that. Well, that's how my podcast got started. My buddy that called me at 2 o'clock in the morning, he literally, like I said, teacher's pet. You know, his parents made all his decisions for him, and he calls me at 21 years old going, I just realized my whole family and my parents have just – Ordered my life, everything, and no decision I've ever made in my life was in benefit to anything I wanted to do or anything. I felt like I was just controlled the whole time, and I still am controlled. And I'm like, okay, you know, you can change that anytime you want. And we got into yeah. a deep dive conversation, and you ended up like stepping off the roof, like, thank you. I'm not going to actually, now he didn't jump, but he back, like backed away. Yeah. And I was like, I really appreciate that. And I was like, like, you need to learn that you have the keys to your own car to drive it. Everyone else is just GPS. They're just giving you advice.
0: Nobody else has the keys to your car. Like no one else has the internal keys. Uh, You know, yeah, like, I I mean, I think we, we talked about before, like you are the only person that I can help you. Uh, like you said, we, you're talking about your teacher who you had the conversation with and helped you. She helped you, but you have to make the change. I have to you, apply this stuff. You have to open the doors. You have to make choices. And It's decisions.
1: like when your parents solved your math homework for you, oh, and shoot. then the teacher was like, here's the <laughs> fucking work. And you're like, what? I have to show the work? I have
0: to show. You I have, have to, to do it.
1: Work. You got to do it. You know, I can't. I know that's where I'll be bad as a parent. I'll be like, oh, "It's math homework," and I'll just look at the answer Ugh. key. It's thirty six. How do you know it's thirty six? I just know it's thirty six. Like, but I have to show my work. Tell the teacher it's thirty fucking six. <laughs> <laughs> Got a problem? She can email me.
0: Uh, Day, talk about being the parent over here and having your kids come to you to help. For ma- dude, like they, I couldn't help my kids at all. I'm terrible. I'm gonna at sit that. my kids terrible. down and they're
1: gonna write the dictionary like I did. Oh. They're gonna write a page a night of the one whole page dictionary and the definition and well the, and use it in a sentence
0: you're gonna have to teach him cursive i think i told you my daughter learned cursive but I, when stopped my, teaching me yeah when my son got to a certain they, they stopped it so like i don't even think my son knows how to write in cursive so Dude, they, they don't pulled, even teach it now
1: they pulled that shit out in first grade they were like all right we're yeah. gonna learn this and halfway through the semester like all right we don't have to do this anymore i'm like Fuck! I'm at Z. How do you write the Z? Yeah. So this generation, and it's not their fault. Like they
0: don't know how to write in cursive. They're never taught.
1: That's my bank crazy. Just, my bank just lets me cash my checks with this shitty signature I have like does this say chuck Norris? i'm like i don't know what it says <laughs> just take it and cash it please so like oh it's robbie like every time they see the check they're like who the f- oh it's robbie okay. yeah but it's
0: crazy because i tell my son to sign a birthday card or this card or that card and he pr- dude he's like 16 I and print he it. prints his name and i'm just going wow but like he never really learned cursive and i'm just like how can a bank or anything accept like uh, like a, like a printed
1: like? A I print letter. it, because my great grandfather, when I got him a card for Christmas, he was like, like take like he had glasses on, and I'd lift up the glasses and try and stare at, and he's like, Robbie, what is this? And I'm like, it says, <laughs> it says, love you from Robbie, and he's like, I'm 94 fucking years old. I went through the depression. I went through, and it starts listing off a bunch of shit. And I'm like, what? And then he's just like, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to go through my fucking life. I can't read this for shit. And I'm like, oh, my God. He had some crazy stories, though, like living through life, though. He used to do NASCAR before it was NASCAR. Like when I was on a dirt track, I was just like I was in his garage and I was like, the fuck is this? And I'm like looking through. He's like, hey, those are my old trophies. Don't touch them. I'm like, old trophies to what? And he goes, Oh, I used to do NASCAR before it was NASCAR. I was like, What do you mean? I'm looking at them. They're all like dirt drifting track, like with trophies and shit, first place. I'm like, What? And my dad just goes, Oh, yeah, your grandfather, your great grandfather was actually, he was a very good, uh, like, rally what something had an exclusive name to it but he's like he used to drive on the dirt tracks it was basically nascar before it was nascar and then they walk away i'm like the fuck we're we not talking about this <laughs> that's pretty cool and he's like it's just yeah. old shit dude just like go it like it doesn't matter i we've heard it a million times you've heard it a million times just, I, I haven't heard it. yeah and that's the best thing
0: dude about like uh stories that like get like, you know like this family stories like yeah like they're they're told a million times But like, yeah, man, like, Hey, I haven't heard it. And like, yeah, right. Oh, I don't want to hear it again. I want to hear it. And then you can pass it And like, and, and and your grandfather, like he, his like memory lives forever with the stories being passed on from generation to generation to generation. So in a way he
1: lives like forever. It's cool. He's my great grandfather. So great grandfather, A Sorry. lot of fucking stories. I'm pretty. That's sure awesome. Nobody's ever heard. But I, my grandfather tells me the same shit all the time. Like the one that hides candy and everything. He just he'll he'll say the same story. I'm like, now at this age, I'm just like, yeah. And I'm like, he's like, you've heard it before. And I'm like, tell me again. Just yeah. tell me again. Let me hear it again. I want to hear it from you.
0: And it's funny, man, because I even have stories, right? That I tell, you know, the kids and stuff, and I, I repeat myself, but like. But like uh, I have this one story. Um, I guess I can humor humor you uh, for a second. so like right. I can already hear my fa- my family just going, Ugh. but my daughter going, Say, tell it again, dad, tell it again because she'll probably tell this story to her kids. So I was a senior in high school. Uh, I took marketing, and we had to film a tombstone. Pizza commercial? Do you have? Do you guys have frozen tombstone? Yes, everybody, okay.
1: yeah, these things are. I didn't
0: have a in Massachusetts. They're indestructible. So when, I, when I lived in Mass, I didn't. We didn't have tombstones. Anyways, so we had to film a commercial, Tombstone Pizza. And you know, we group up. I'm with my partner Bill. I remember his name. And so Lando's idea. Oh boy, tombstone, real tombstones. Let's go to a cemetery. So we go to a cemetery and my ideal was he's going to be standing in a cemetery and he's going to be like, man, I really want a tombstone. And then I was going to, and then we filmed it. I jumped out from behind a tombstone and said, not that tombstone, this tombstone, tombstone pizza. And like, so I would have bought
1: that fucking pizza. Uh, uh, thank you. So, a so, good like, one so, so the
0: so the cemetery we filmed it at every time i drive by it i always tell that story right when i'm when i'm in the car and everybody, gro- everybody groans because i've told it like a million times and yeah so like we turned the funny story to that is like we turned it in and we had to show it like everybody showed their commercials like in front of the whole class and people like watched it were just like what the fuck was that? Because we were the only
1: people that went to a cemetery and filmed a Tombstone pizza commercial. I, I thought it was creative. So. I, I took a communication arts class <laughs> in my senior year. And we had to go out and get videos and shit. Mostly kids would be like, I'm going to Chick-fil-A and they would just drive and be gone the whole class. But then the teacher would be like, just bring back like a spicy chicken or something. <laughs> and um, so we would go out and film. And I have some badass videos on my own Instagram where I was like, I put them up there because it was pretty funny. We did a Step Brothers remake. We did a Hot Rod right. remake. You know, Hot Rod. Hot. Oh yeah, the with uh, Andy Samberg. And yeah, so we did yeah. that. We did the part where they were talking about like I party. No, Kevin. I know for a fact you don't fucking party. Like we did that <laughs> whole scene. So it was like a bunch of my friends and like my buddies wearing a wolf shirt. We're just like going like doing like stupid, stupid, awkward stuff. But it was so funny and freeing because it was like a good way to like just create a funny video where the class would be sitting there like, what did we just? watch
0: well i mean you know the movie i want to see with you starring in a nice independent movie that you should probably make right uh spider-man fucking a you know why
1: right no i don't why don't you enlighten people because you look just like the new spider-man tom holland oh i do not he is the savage man i just watched avengers endgame like yesterday before work and I t- I told someone on my work that, like, how the hell did you watch Avengers Endgame before work? I was like, I got up at 2 o'clock in the morning, had breakfast, and then I was bored, so I just it's watched like, Avengers like Endgame. like four hours. It's like watching Lord of the Rings. I watched yeah. it all. It was really, really interesting. It's real, It was
0: really good. Dude, I went to the theater, dude. I was crying like a baby. I wouldn't have been able to make it through the theater.
1: Yeah, it was real emotional. As no, I meant I'm going to have totally to piss started. like five minutes in. I'd be like, oh, shit. Excuse me. Excuse me, everybody. I got to gotta go to the bathroom. Got to go to the bathroom. Move your leg. I got to go to the bathroom. Come on, man. Stand uh, up. Stand up, I asshole. Hate,
0: I would hate you.
1: I would hate you in, in a movie theater. Though. I would sit on the end seat so I wouldn't get up. In the okay. That's what just, I do when I get op- a plane. Yeah.
0: Just don't open your phone. I don't want your commentary.
1: Okay? Yeah. Please. I tell people when I get on an airplane, like, can I have the aisle? And they're like, I, But I need to stretch my legs out. And I'm like, I'm probably going to shit maybe two or three <laughs> times on this flight. So I remember I did a 12-hour flight to Hawaii. Dude, you want to talk about – I had the middle seat. So my, my grandma was on one end because she needs her leg stretched out in case it swells. And my cousin, like my age, is like right to my left. He's passed out, freaking head conked into the window. And I'm sitting there like, you have to get up, grandma. She's like, I just got up 20 minutes ago for you. And he's like, yeah, I, I got to get up. She's like, why? I'm like, I need to. She's like, you have ADHD? Not right now, you don't. <laughs> i'm like what <laughs> and i'm like sitting there like playing them then i just like click on the nintendo ds and play that in there i, I pause it be like, look you gotta get up she goes why <laughs> i'm like i need to sh- walk around or do something because all they were playing on the damn projection screen is shitty movies you don't want to watch at least you and had that my friend they played six hours of shark tank fuck that i would <laughs> rather watch nothing at that. i time. love that show it's fun for the first hour, but after a while, you're like, people are, are idiotic with their inventions. Yeah, but listen, now you talk about flying Hawaii. I actually, my
0: family, my uncle was in the military, and we, visit, we visited him in Hawaii when I was a kid. So, dude, we flew from Mass to Massachusetts to Hawaii, and that was like a 16, 17-hour straight flight. We took to Hawaii. Uh, dude so back in the day in the 80s there wasn't any fucking movies on the plane okay so i was literally in a plane for like 16 hours right with nothing with nothing right
1: maybe just a walkman or dude, something my brother slept that whole flight head against the window Yeah, that's all you can do went right through it the whole way i was up every minute I witnessed when the plane fucking got through massive turbulence. The lights went out, and they flicked back on. They went out again for even longer, <laughs> and then they flicked back on. I'm sitting there clenched into the seat like, holy shit. And then I look over at him, and, like, everything is fine now. It's probably been a good 20 minutes since all this passed. He just gets up, goes,
0: are we there yet? I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, sleeping Did thrilling. you not?
1: fuck everyone on the plane is scared shitless right now everybody has turned to god already and you're just waking up he's like i'll be there and i'm like no we're not there he goes all right cool and then puts his beanie back down in front of his eyes i'm like what the hell i hate when they come by and they go i like it when they offer you a drink but then like what would you like to eat i'm like can i get the fish there's no fish I get the chicken, we're out of chicken too. I'm like, what's left, Like, We got some peanuts. I'm like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> airplane peanuts are awesome, man. Yeah, At least when, they you're were on the, 80- when you're on going for a 16-hour flight, you can only eat so much.
0: No, air. I know, man. And, you know, I'd always want to get the – so, like, right, uh, you know, I guess – I don't know. I think we flowed, like, Delta or something back in the 80s, and I always wanted – you know, they hand out those little uh, Delta airplanes to the kids, Right. That's all we had. These, I mean, I remember back in when I was flying on airplanes in the 80s when we took family vacations, like you could smoke on right planes and That's shit. What the
1: little thing in the armchair was for, wasn't it? Was an yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I said, now you can't shit. I mean, you can't do nothing.
1: I don't, don't want to fly on planes anymore because I figured out they have oxygen tanks in the back. And I remember I sat under one of them one time and I was like, if this thing fucking just explodes. Oh, you're done. We're in a giant – you want to talk about things to question in the world. We're in a giant metal contraption flying through the air right now. It's a death machine. And how come the bitch knows I'm 14 years old, we're flying to Vegas, and she goes, you're sitting in the door seat. Are you willing to help out in an emergency if something happens? I'm like, why would you put that in my fucking head? (laughs) Why would you put that in my head? Well, we need to know. You got the door seat. If you feel like you need to switch, can you switch? I turn around. Who the fuck's switching? (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> who's switching with me who wants to switch everyone's already like i'm just trying to get through the flight bro we're hoping it doesn't crash down there she just stops <laughs> and goes, well, yeah she- see well she I stops me hold on she stops me and goes It's not actually going to happen. I just have to say that to make sure that you're aware that if it does happen, I'm like, yeah, and now I'm fully fucking aware. Okay. I've seen snakes on a plane. I've seen all this shit. I'm not willing to help out in a situation. I can tell you right now I'm tripping every motherfucker before if they're trying to chase me out the door. I'm going first. Well, the first thing
0: I would think of since I've seen too many movies is <laughs> if the door fucking flies off, you're going to get sucked out of the fucking door because you're right next to the
1: fucking door. The whole seat. I'm saying, the whole seat fucking goes any hole that happens in the airplane in the air. You get sucked out that yeah. thing, dude. Yeah, yeah it's going to be like fucking skydiving, but no parachute. The only good part, and I've said this with my podcast with Nick Carter, I was like, look, man, the toilets. They will suck your ass through that thing and bring you into a new world. Telling you, man, those are the one toilets. Like, that's the only reason I would ride an airplane. Like, if I worked at an airport, I would just go onto the airplane, take a shit, and then hop right off. And they're like, (laughs) You're not on this flight? No, no, no. I was connecting my ass to your toilet. You don't believe me. I would do it. I would. I've done it in every room in my hotel. I'll do it on uh, every airplane <laughs> in that airport. It in every room of the hotel you work at. <laughs> that I did. Did I not tell you this? I said this a few times on the podcast. That's what my first one was about. It's like marking your fucking territory like a fucking like cat or dog. I made it a mission all winter. I was like, I need to. And then like if I'd have to go, it'd suck because I'd be like, like oh, where's Robbie? I think he's in another I'd bathroom. be on the ground floor and I'd be waiting on the elevator. I'm like, I really have to go to the bathroom. They're like the bathroom's right over there. Why don't you just use them <laughs> I need to go into 1104. 1104 oh, is the room I need to go into
0: like robbie we already stocked the fucking towels and sheets in there <laughs> like, no, man, I gotta there's go a in. guest
1: in there i'm like fucking tell him to get out I knock on it did you guys um did, it, did you guys need towels yeah let me go get my husband as they would turn around i just walked in. <laughs> <through. laughs> there was a nice man at the door where'd he go i think he's using our bathroom holy shit <laughs> I'd say like, look, I have like, you know how most people like they travel across the world or across the country, and they have a map that they highlight when they go in there. That was me with the rooms and the tour. <laughs> this see it. one's done. It's like the like you've seen Indiana Jones,
0: right? Like when the airplane's flying across the map, it's got like the red dot. It's like it's the it's like the hotel blueprint of you fucking the, the footprints go into
1: fucking rooms room it's like the harry potter map where yes, you, go, so you see the, the footprints.
0: mortars map i think
1: that's what it's called Where's robbie at? It was and right like it
0: has your name with your footsteps and it shows you bathroom and i'm like i wonder where robbie is right now 1102's bathroom why is he on 1024's bathroom now
1: but, but. I love it when our hotel's <laughs> fire alarm goes off so much. Does that, uh, no, hey, re- yeah, does that happen? Like, do people like fucking pull like fire alarms? And I shit? haven't seen people pull them, but every time, like, so the only room in our hotel on each floor, it's the ninth suite. So anyone like 1009, 409, 209, like all those 101 that has a nine in it, not 19, it only goes up to 18. So the nine is, um, it has a stove in there. So, a motherfucker cooks breakfast Mm. every time fire alarm goes off every single time they cook. yeah and it's it's right outside the door too so the next thing you know elevators stop working everything stops working people gotta use the stairs everyone's freaking out i'm just sitting there by the elevator and they're like the elevator doesn't work we have to get out of here it's a fire i'm like i've worked here for three years it's the same shit every time some asshole is cooking bacon and then there's going to be that one time, right? That fucking sets the curtains on fire. And, and I will and die because I will sit <laughs> and play Dragon City on my phone until the end of my days.
0: I don't know what that is, but Dragon City?
1: Yeah, I actually. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's it's an awesome game. I probably spent hundreds of dollars on.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's
1: for your. Yeah. And it's there's, like- not,
0: there's not too many games. Like, so I just don't have time. Uh, I've been playing like. Um, class was at clash royale i'm actually a a leader man i'm actually a leader of a clan in clash royale so like i'm in charge of uh you're the leader of a clan i am yeah clash royale game it was actually my brother
1: a clan yeah. yes not the fucking clan you're thinking of <laughs> you have to establish that to people <laughs> that mother-
0: other you stupid motherfucker. A, a, a fucking video a video game app game like yeah like i can I, kick kick people out of the clan and promote people
1: i and- got a i podcast <laughs> with um his name's kurt uh, he was on uh, one the, like my first season and he was, he's talking about his son being addicted to video games and he was in the Walmart with them. They were getting, it was around Halloween time. They were getting white sheets to dress up as like ghosts and stuff. And he goes, Dak, we hurry up. I need to go ha- meet with my clan and set it in the grocery store. <laughs> and he's got the white sheets. <laughs> and he's oh like, shit. Oh my God. He doesn't cause he's like, he's a like young kid. So he doesn't, he's not aware of what that is. And a woman stopped him and looked at him. He's like, not that clan, not that clan. Like he yeah, was explaining it in a grocery store. I was like, you know, that could have been a me too movement or some shit. Right?
0: Uh, well, you know, it's fine. And that's the funny thing, dude, you of that. Like the English language, we have so many like words and phrases that like me that are the same that mean like so many different things. Like, yeah, like you're right. You're saying, Hey, I'm just going to do my clan, get with my clan. Well, wait a minute. Like, yeah, th- there's like video game clans and this and that, like that doesn't mean and like fact. I right. say
1: something and you know exactly what that word means. And it doesn't mean anything else. See, like if I say poop, you think of shit, shit. Yeah. That the first word that popped in my head. Exactly. But yeah. it's, it also is really weird. Cause if I say poop, it has many instances where that could be used. Like I went to go poop. I also said, or or I, like something bad happened, all oh, poop, like that. Yeah. It's so many different things now. That's why, I, you know, I heard this from Flea for the Red Hot Chili Peppers, the bass player. Yeah, love Flea. Someone asked him like, because like, he wore socks on his, like their cocks when they went out on yeah. stage. Hmm? He goes, wearing a sock on a penis. Um, what do you think? And Flea goes, stop right there. You're already discrediting your penis. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, it's a cock. When I was a little boy, and my, I looked at my thing. I didn't want to call it like a penis. I wanted to call it a cock. You want a cock? That's what it is. It's more manly. And I was like, that's so weird how words can have such like deeper layers to it, depending on how like you say them or depending on like what tone you give it.
0: Absolutely. It totally means, uh, you know, speaking of Red Hot Chili Peppers, I saw them um, in concert in the 90s. Um, it was actually the tour with Dave Navarro when Dave Navarro joined the band and uh it's funny dude the concert i went to uh flea was out there naked and he just had like a sock over his his dick and that was it he played the whole show like that
1: yeah he did that he did a lot
0: he did a lot yeah yeah
1: it's about freeing yourself when you play something too you know and you know
0: what's awesome about flea he's one like the best best bass players like of all time you know like Geddy lee uh flea uh flea self-taught he's never had any lessons
1: yeah, his actually he's very very good and so is Chad Smith too. Oh yeah, great drummer. Yeah.
0: Great drummer. Yeah, Anthony Kiedis. like it so that whole band um it's funny man it's actually one of the very first uh, rock CDs I ever owned was Blood Sugar Sex Magic.
1: That's so, the one that's in my CD player in my car right now. It's awesome. Every time I get into that's the good Every album. time I get into the car all I hear is Funky Monk's Burnout ba ba
0: ba ba
1: oh yeah and i'm too lazy to change it out so every time it just keeps pissing me off at like six o'clock in the morning when i go into work i'm like i've heard enough of the blood sugar sex magic i want to take a break from the blood sugar sex magic and go to sounds of the ocean with neil degrasse tyson please there you go we should make a freaking um sleep thing for people like a dude you know what's funny about that like
0: like, you know, like, I think I heard you talking in another podcast about like, yeah, like, you just have to like hear something when you dude. I'm the same way. So like, I have like an air. um, It's like an air purifier, where it just kind of catches all the dust in the air. But like, you know, it's like, you know, you can kind of hear it. Yeah, man, like, I need to hear that
1: to go to sleep. I think I just realized what is actually bothering me at when I do sleep. When my Xbox, like Netflix stops, it says, are you still watching? Yeah. And then it, it shuts off and my TV just is like a like, – it's like a gray screen until like you put something in. Yeah, not but so smart, smart, huh? Smart TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it will sh- it'll shut off. Yeah. Like eventually like a sleep timer type thing. But that whole time I started noticing when my room was completely silent, all I was hearing was a tss- – in the background i'm like that was fucking keeping me up like that's why i could never get sleep and i'd wake up and just turn the xbox back on put netflix back on and then conk right back out
0: yeah it's crazy it's crazy on how like what different sounds kind of uh uh right kind of like help you like sleep it's it's yeah it's it's crazy because i was never like that when i was younger I couldn't have any sounds. Like I had to, like, it had to be like completely silent for me to go to sleep. But like, as I'm older, like I need like a background sound to go to sleep. It's very, very strange, but I, I like calming, uh, but like I said, as I get older, even like with music, right? So I listen to a lot of rock music and this and that. And, you know, as I got older, man, like I listened, like, I listened to all kinds of music. dude, I went through like some EMD. Like I like, I think I was telling you, like, when I dive into something, I really, like, dive into it. So, like, I was just like, okay, let me check out this EMD stuff that everybody's talking about. And, like, I dove into it. Dude, All I listened to, like, EMD music for, like, two months. That's all I listened to. And I was just like, okay. So, you know, now I got, like, you know, kind of like an appreciation for some EMD music, you know, that, and this is something I probably would have never listened to ever, but I was just like, well, let me listen to it. And it's the same thing, like, with that, man, like, classical music or just really, like, jazz like dude like jazz music is just so like relaxing and just it just like relaxes like your soul right and i i'm a firm believer in like music is like mood it's all about like mood music and like different music is like for different moods dude like when you're feeling bummed out and this and that dude there's music for like when you're when you're in like that mood there's music to listen to for that mood right or there's music to try to get you out of that mood. Like me, like, well, I'm going to come back to Star Wars, but Star Wars music, it's John Williams. Dude, it's all orchestra music. I can pop in John Williams and it will just completely relax me.
1: Goldmember shows that in a lot in its movie. He goes, sir, Mr. Quincy Jones. And then it's him doing the orchestra and it's him like dancing in the rain and stuff. And yeah. it's like, it's perfect. I, like, I need to hook you up with the one podcast I had, uh, Music is Power podcast by Danila. Not Danila, what's his name? Oh God, I don't want to forget his name. No, this doesn't happen to me. That is right now, my friend. I remember every conversation, too, and the number they were on. He was like one. Ooh, okay, so what was I the number of the last two podcasts I was on? The last two podcasts you were on? You were huh? 137 on. on one of them. And? 137. I want to say 140. Actually, sure. there, were, like, there were 137, and then there was one that was 142.5 because it was a point five episode.
0: Yeah, you put, yeah, the second one we did, you did it a point. I want to say it was 145. This will be a I,
1: point one, too. Cause it's, I always like, like I said, new episodes are new people. But also yeah. when I have people back on, it's a point five or. Oh, so
0: three. am I going to be point six since this is our third one
1: trilogy? You'll be a point. Actually, you'll have the own name. We just got to think of a new name for the episode.
0: Yeah. So, I'm just curious, right? So, when we do our fourth one, so we do the right, it'll be like 0. 0.7. Like, oh, no,
1: it'll still be, it doesn't go up, it just goes 0. 0.5 again. 0. 0.5. Cause that's like you'll be, so this will be 169.5, and then it'll be 170 tomorrow. Cause you'll have like a new person. Yeah. So it's like, it, it, but it'll still have like a funky name to it too. Like if you look on any of my episodes, they have like a funky weird name to it. And that's usually because I have friends over again to do another podcast.
0: I just want you to put my face on some ridiculous Star Wars thing like you always do and have that as the picture. I think that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, look, because everybody like, because like I see all the pictures, right? Everybody like, everybody's like smiling or it's like a picture of just them, right? And you know, it's like, and I'm just like, man i was like for us it's just like my face it's it's like both of our face on on like a star wars uh like thing which i think is cool but uh but yeah
1: like my instagram like everyone puts their glorified photos up there like on the podcast instagram just like send me a picture and it's like it's average everyday people too sometimes even taking selfies in their bathroom Like they're just, they're average everyday folks to people. They're not like, like everyone's extraordinary in their own ways. They're not like some person that's like, I had to go and send them a questionnaire and wait years and years and years for them to finally answer.
0: Oh, oh, so you mean these questions you sent me to prep me for today? Like I need to go back
1: to my gum story. (laughs) This fucking gum story, dude. All right. So the, the fruit gum I was talking about, the fruit gum I was talking about. Okay, so I ended up, they were so big, like the size of golf balls, to the point where I figured out how to get spend 50 cents and get eight of them in one thing. Because I would turn the machine, and you know when you kind of twist the knob after you put the quarters in? That thing was so big, it would stop the door. So if I did it fast enough, I could get a shit ton of them. So I, I got like eight of them one time. And I'm sitting there and I had all of them. I mean my mouth could not close from all of it. And my buddy's like, it's like one o'clock in the morning. And he's like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'll be back. And uh, we're watching a movie. So I paused it. And I'm sitting in his little rocking gaming chair. And I go back and I like was like, you know, I'm tired. So I'm like barely kind of just like rocking in there. And um I go back and the freaking gum goes. I mean, but stops because it's too big to go down uh, my throat. It's it caught in your throat. Like, I just laid there like that. just too lazy to get up, so it looked like I was, like, choking and dying. So I was just, like, just laying there with the gum in my mouth, kind of like whatever. And um, he walks around from the bathroom and freaks the hell out, like, leaps over the couch, grabs me. And he's like, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, it woke, <laughs> it woke me up. Like, I was, like, half asleep. I was like, he's, like, dude, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. He goes, I thought you died. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, oh, oh, shit. That, you understand if I went and took a shit and instead of a piss or something and you that gum would have went down your throat, you'd be dead right now. I'm like, yeah, but I'm fine because <laughs> you're going to stop eating that gum. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm really not.
0: <laughs> you know what I love about all of your stories? I don't know if you know this. It's probably because I listen to you a lot. All of your stories always oh, starts shit. with uh, this <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah your stories always start with yeah it's like one in the morning two in the morning when this happens like, I don't sleep. It's
1: like at one in the morning I don't everything. sleep everything happens it's just, that's when the strange shit happens it's like where i have all these strange stories is because nothing good happens after <laughs> yeah, you're like, never one like
0: you're never like well at like 3 forty five 45 p.m in the afternoon uh like you know th- i ran into joe smith and no, it's like, you know, at like 1 a.m., I was at the gym and this motherfucker, he was like lifting weights, like right next to me, man. <laughs> right in my breathing. <laughs> tape, I was
1: like, sir, you need a breath mint or a tombstone?
0: Pizza? <laughs> Not that tombstone, this tombstone. Dude, that's a. Like,
1: but those are actually, well, those are the big, thick crust ones too, right? No, they're like regular, They're
0: like thin crust. Um, uh, that must be the, you know, now, dude, they make like thick crust and my, rising crust. They make everything now. My
1: buddy at like one o'clock in the morning will pull out these freaking pizzas, dude. And we would watch Netflix and he was these thick cut pizzas. I'm like, dude, sometimes you just would need one of those things. I hate the little thin square ones, like the really small ones. My family loves those things and they'd always get it for like a birthday or something of one yeah. of us. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't want that. Yeah,
0: we have we have one over here a pizza place called Pizza King and like yeah, it's like really thin and like it's cut in squares and stuff but it's really greasy so I oh I love it. Yeah, love it. I love I just love pizza in general, man. I I eat a lot of pizza just FYI. So, uh not not any kind, just cheese. I'm not a vegetarian, but I only like cheese
1: pizza. Do you so, cut it up or do you just fold it like a taco? And you
0: yeah, no, I have pizza cutter, man. And I, I you're seeing, you're, you're thinking, I'm crazy. Sometimes I cut it in squares and then sometimes I cut it in triangles.
1: <laughs> yeah. We just decided that that's how we cut pizza too. Cause I guess it gets more slices out of it. Like it's, you do you So it feels like
0: a, you're eating more, but you're not. <laughs>
1: you're and you, not. You, you cut a peanut butter sandwich and it's like, you can cut it straight down the middle or you can cut it diagonal and it, I have no clue how to do it. I'm like, is life just different? Everybody wipes differently. Everybody does all these things differently. I don't understand. Everybody wipes differently. We do. You got to listen to my podcast with Nick Carter, man. That one went all over the place and it was so much fun. (laughs) We talked about that for sure.
0: Holy shit. You don't just
1: bring up airplane toilets and then you don't just talk about how everyone in this world wipes differently and is the <laughs> only reason why I would want immortality is just because now I have that fact in my brain and it is probably would want to extend my life now. But 26 $10. is still good. 26.
0: Yeah, you know it's it's funny, man. Um it, it's you know um you talk about like you know just thinking about life and immortality and stuff like that. It's just like right I'm I'm gonna be 42. And right, I think on the past couple times we've talked, I told you, man, like, I kind of changed the way, like, you know, I exercise, I take care of my body better. Um, I watch what I eat. I don't, I don't drink soda. I don't, I try not to eat a lot of junk anymore. And, you know, it's just, it, it is, it's like one day, you know, I was actually just sitting there and I, you know, I thought to myself, I could be halfway through my life right now. Um, You'd be at the end of
1: your life uh, well, That's no, for everybody though. No,
0: no, no, no. I know. But you know what I mean? Like, like if I do get to live like a full life and nothing freakish right happens or I don't get in a car, right. If, if everything goes out, if my life plays out normally and I don't get like any kind of accident or nothing. And I live to old age, you know, like I said, I, you know, I thought to myself, I could have already lived over half of my lifespan or I could be at halfway through my life and, you know, to try to prolong my life. So even if I can add one or two more years, um, I think it's I think I need to start changing how I do. And I everybody gets older and says that, but like it's cliche. But like when you get older, you think differently. And like I said, you do think about things differently. And you're just like, man, if I can do something right now at 40, that's going to help me live to. Ninety, I need to start doing
1: it now. That's, that's how my great grandfather was when my great grandma passed away. He was like, he was, he just, did, he just like, can't be any longer now. Trust me, I'm ninety-four <laughs> years old. Trust me, it's time. I ain't making it to one hundred and four, and then like next thing you know, like he was doing shit. Like he bought a brand new car, drove to Rhode Island, then friggin', not even a month later, and, hey, like he passed away. But it was like it was so weird his mentality like got, got changed you know like 6 months before like when she was kind of like, going downhill it was just like shit 94 years old, you know, this. It, it's a it's a miracle I get out of bed in the morning. He didn't take it to like how most people are like, oh, that means you're going to make every life a perfect moment. He goes, No, nah, I'm going to fucking do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> if I want KFC right now. We're going KFC. Okay, KFC. Doctor's like, no, you can't have that. It's bad for your cholesterol. You want to yeah. extend your life. He's like, I'm 94 years old. I look like a goblin. Fuck it.
0: well that makes sense like at that age right to do that but what kills me and what's ironic in life is like people that like smoke cigarettes their whole life like can outlive somebody who's never like smoked cigarettes before right it's like a not like just ironic things like that is what like really baffles me about like you said like we're like we're just like bags of blood and water and organs and stuff and it's like crazy how some people can do all this shit to their body and they outlive people that like keep their body pure. They got that it's crazy. That's crazy. DNA. It's <laughs> no, seriously, it all comes down to like your family's DNA. That's what's crazy about like the, the, like, right, our, our like, being human is a lot of our huh, organs and teeth, everything is passed down from our family's DNA, generation to generation to generation.
1: Sometimes so, it matches up and you get a Brad Pitt, and then sometimes it doesn't. And yeah, and you get those, those those people. And you get uh, Sloth from Goonies, right? Yeah. Hey, you guys. It's a great movie. Well, Lando, <laughs> it's been epic and it's been an amazing conversation. Sure. We're going on Dude, two that, hours. So okay. Always. And I feel Spotify like we just started. Is going to so, fucking,
0: so, so, yeah, man. So, hey, definitely there's going to have to be part four. No, there you go. So, That's why I
1: said we're not even doing, like, up to part three. We're just going to make, like, the Star Wars movies they keep making. It's like <laughs> DJ, it's DJ Khaled of podcasts, you know. <laughs> another one. Another one. But the saga continues. Exactly. I just got to think of a funny name for this one. I wonder what I'll pick. Yeah, I don't um, –
0: yeah, I don't know because, you know, it could be um, – Gumball you know, Strikes Back. Right, there's, like, Return of the Jedi, the re- return, of, return of Lando. You know, return of Lando and Robbie talking
1: for 2 hours. <laughs> I'm going to call it I'm going to call it Gumball Strikes Back. Just cuz it, it started with the gum and it's going to end with the gum. Um, it's a powerful device and at one point it was banned. Yeah.